Hello and welcome to Bereaved Motherhood and All It Entails. I'm your host, Mackenzie, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about whether or not one should see their child after they have passed on. So regardless if your child was stillborn and your only opportunity to see them in the flesh is after they've passed, or if you have the opportunity to see your child alive and then they passed away, if you should view them after their passing. So recently I've been seeing a lot of conversations talking about the decision as to whether or not you should see your baby after they have passed to glory. And my personal experience is I, my son was stillborn, so I didn't have the opportunity to see him alive first and then to see him after he had passed away. So if I wanted to see my son ever outside of an ultrasound picture, my only option was to see him after his spirit had departed his body. And for me, there was never any hesitation. There was never a doubt in my mind that I wouldn't want to see him. I was like, he's my son. I love him dearly. I'm so proud of him. I just have this unconditional, immense, immense love and affection for this child. And to me, that was like one of the few things I still got to do is I still was going to get to hold him and snuggle him and look at his features and get to see who he looked like and who he resembled. And that was something I had been excited and anxious to see for nine months. And so I certainly wanted to at least have the privilege of seeing him after his birth. And so for myself, it wasn't even a decision to be made. It was just like, yes, of course. And with talking um, with the doctor who delivered him and some nurses and things, they were talking about how going back in time with stillbirth, once the baby was born, they would just take the baby away and the mom and family would never have an opportunity to see their child and to get to make memories with their baby. And they were talking about how much harder that makes the grief journey going forward. That um, since hospitals now encourage you to hold your child and to see your child, that in studies, parents that hold and see their children after their passing do much better long-term in their grief journey and often parents who opt not to see their baby or hold their baby um, as time goes on they greatly regret it and it causes a lot of issues in their grief they're at a much higher risk for dysfunctional grieving and they often live with a lot of guilt and regret that they didn't see and hold their baby So I think first it's important to say whatever you're feeling is fine. This is not a natural situation. Parents should never have to see their child after they've passed on. And so we are put into a situation that we should not be in. This is completely unnatural and we shouldn't have to be making these decisions or be in this place. So whatever your thoughts or feelings are, they're valid and it's okay. So if you were the person that was like, I'm scared to see my baby after they're born, you know, I'm scared they're going to look deformed or, you know, I'm afraid it's going to traumatize me. It's going to mar the image I have of my baby. You know, I prefer let my thoughts and dreams be my memories rather than maybe jeopardizing that with what they actually look like in the flesh. 
Or maybe you had the great privilege of seeing your child alive and you're like, man, they were so beautiful and perfect. I'm afraid to now see them after they've passed on because I don't want it to, you know, ruin my memories of them alive. Like I don't want the memory of my child to be them in their past state. Like I want my memory to be them in their living state. And these are all valid things and concerns. But what we're going to talk about today is what the research says. And the research says that seeing your child after they have passed helps our brains understand and process the loss better. And this is actually true of regardless of whoever has passed on. So even if it's a parent, a sibling, a friend, going and viewing the body is very helpful for the brain to understand that this person has indeed passed on, that they're no longer alive, and that moving forward, you can better accept the reality of the situation. So this is true regardless, even if you knew this person for many, many years, like a mom or a dad, right? You had a longtime friend and they've passed on, regardless if it was a cancer type death where there was um, a warning and someone expected, or if it was completely random and accidental, regardless of the mode of passing, our brains do a lot better when we can physically see that yes, this person is no longer alive and it really helps us moving forward with our grief. So that's a really important thing to understand. And it's even more so when you never got to see that person alive. You know, if you think about it in the term of a stillbirth, you're pregnant, you give birth, and then there's never a baby. You never get to see the baby. It can almost feel like a dream. And like, is this even real? Like what is real? What isn't real? And it can just be a lot harder to process. Also, there are um, so many accounts of parents who chose not to see their child that however far down the road, greatly, greatly regret it. And they're like, I would give anything to see my child, to hold my child, to have pictures of my baby. And they will go and tell other parents, yes, it's so important, even if you're scared, even if you don't want to see your baby, hold your baby, make memories of your baby and take pictures or have somebody else take pictures because that's all you're going to have. You have one opportunity to make memories with this child. And although it's not the way that we had hoped or thought, and it's certainly not the way it should have worked out, like this is the situation that we've been put in. And so it's important to make the most of that time and to really take it in. And even if you don't want to be the one taking photos, have a nurse or have somebody. And in some situations, like the nurses don't give you an option. They're just going to start snapping photos because they will tell you you're, there's going to be a day you want these. There's going to be a day that these things are your most prized possessions. Because again, it's all you have. So you want to capture those little feet and those little hands and fingers and their ears and their nose and all the little details of their body because that's something you're going to treasure. Now, you don't have to go and post these photos on social media. You don't have to share them with the world. They can be very private. They don't have to be displayed in your home. Of course, you can certainly display them in your home. You can share them. You can do whatever they, you want with them. It's your baby. It's your child, your mom, your dad. It's totally your freedom to do as you please with the images of your child. But just because you take pictures, it doesn't mean you have to share them with society. Um, maybe there's a time you choose to do that, but maybe you need to take time and you don't want to do it right away. You know, regardless, it's your choice, but having those pictures so that if you ever want to look back on them, they're there. 
you know, you don't have to look back on them if you don't want to, if you don't feel ready, but at least then you have it if you ever do want it. And again, research and people's experiences, studies tell us that there's going to be a day you want those pictures and that you're going to want to see your baby and you're going to want to have been able to make memories with them. Now, your hospital team, depending on the circumstances of the passing, can give you some preparation to for what you may want, for what you may be seeing, so what to expect versus um, what not to expect. Because obviously, however long that they were gone, that's going to contribute to their appearance. And you know, that's normal, that's natural, that's just part of what happens in death, and it happens to all of us. So Again, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to feel, you know, scared of because it's a very normal thing. And so they can help prepare you for that. And maybe you're like, you know what, when the baby's born, I want you to take the baby into another room. I want some time to process. And then when I feel more ready, then I want to see my baby. Or maybe you're like, you know what, instead of all the kind of guessing game of what they may or may not look like, I just want to have the baby. I want them to take the baby away and then they can more accurately tell me what I am going to see because now they've seen my child. So they actually know what to expect. And you know, those are all fine options. Maybe you're more like me. That's like, I don't care. I just want this baby laid on my chest and I don't even want to talk about what they may or may not look like. Um, I don't want to go there. It's upsetting. I don't want to think about it. And whatever your natural response is, again, is totally valid. If you're in the situation where your child was born alive and then passed on, you're going to be much closer to time of death. So there's not going to be the same effects that death has on your baby or on your child um, as if it had been, you know, many, many hours up to days since their passing. Now, when someone passes away, yes, you know, their appearance does change. There's a different look between a person whose spirit still dwells within them and a person whose soul has departed. Um, but they don't look scary. There's nothing like that. You know, their coloring changes a bit and they will oftentimes be cold to the touch. But these are things we all know, and it doesn't take away from the beauty of your baby and the specialness of that bond and of making those memories and of just having that extra time, you know, regardless if you got time with them alive or not, this is extra time that you get to spend and the very last of the time you're going to have with them. And so it's important to um, make the most of it. Obviously, don't traumatize yourself, but think, hey, you know what? going back, going forward in time, what am I going to want when I look back upon this, when this is a distant memory, what do I wish I will have done? And it's good to talk to your doctors, talk to your nurses, let them give you their professional opinion. Um, and you know, they can share the studies and the results and saying, Hey, the patients that choose this, this tends to be kind of their reaction versus, you know, patients that choose a different option, this is how they tend to move forward with it. So I totally understand that there can be a lot that goes into this decision and it can be really, really hard. But if I can encourage you in any way, I would say, please, please see your child, hold your child, sing to them, read to them, make memories with them. And it can just be so special and so amazing. Like, yes, it can be hard. It hurts, but it is a beautiful experience that you get to have. And when you have such few, because when our children pass so young, you know, our time with them is so very limited that it's just that much more important to take 
advantage of every little time and opportunity that you can have with your precious, precious babies. You know, our children are not gross. They're not disgusting. They're not freak shows. They're nothing like that. They're real babies and they're loved and they're born into families. And, you know, there's nothing odd about it. And I think it's important to think that, you know, eventually that's the state that we're all going to be in. And so this is natural in that regard. It's not natural for children to die. Absolutely not. But um, it doesn't make it a scary, freaky, gross encounter. Like it can be beautiful and our children are beautiful. They're lovely. And it is too important to get those photos so that you can look back so that if you can share them with family if you so choose so that if they're siblings, you know, you can share them with the siblings, whether they were born before or after, um, you know, it's important. And it's things that your kids are going to, if you are blessed with children later on, it's things they're going to want to see. They're going to want to know what does big brother, what does big sister look like? What does little brother, what does little sister look like? Um, and if you look too at parents who choose to bring in older siblings to meet their younger siblings, so often there's a lot of fear of like, oh, I don't know. Is it right? Is it not right? And again, it's your child. It's your decision. You know your kid best. But again, studies show that children usually do better in their own grief having those experiences of meeting their baby brother or their baby sister. Because again, it allows them to see that this sibling is real. They truly do exist. This wasn't just some abstract thing that happened. And that helps them also accept their passing and their loss. And children are very resilient and they don't have the same stigmas that adults have. You know, they haven't been in society long enough to kind of be altered by culture and all these expectations and just these weird things that culture pushes at us. So it can be such beautiful moments from, you know, these experiences and often something that the parents that choose to go this route, they become so thankful that they did and it really, really helps in their children's grief. And, you know, so many times parents that don't choose this route later on really regret it because their children just really struggle understanding what's happened because it's so theoretical um, and it's so abstract rather than having more of the concrete, yep, here's what's going on, here's what's happened, and this is what this all looks like. So I think that those are all, you know, really important things to consider, but it is good to just know that, hey, this is what the research says, this is what's recommended, and this is the reason why. And you know, your medical team can, as I've said, kind of prepare you for what you're going to see. Um, and you also, of course, can see your child again at the funeral home and, you know, once they've been prepared for viewing and you can have that opportunity as well. You know, there's organizations that you can send pictures to that will maybe do one edit for free. Um, now I lay thee down to sleep. They do everything in black and white. Um, and that's a completely volunteer organization. But there are different resources out there that can do photo editing. You know, some photographers do that themselves. And again, it can just be a great thing so that if you want an edited photo that you're more comfortable sharing with society, you have that. Um, but yet you also have the real and the raw photos as well. And it can give you a lot of great options. So I know a lot of parents tell me that they prefer the unedited version compared to the edited version because the edited version doesn't really feel like their baby. And other parents really love the edited version because it makes them feel like, okay, this is what they would look like if I had the opportunity to see them alive. You know, if you're a parent who had the opportunity to see their child alive, you know, then you probably aren't going to 
need or want the edited versions. But of course, if you do, that's absolutely fine as well. And those, there's services there available, regardless of the circumstances. But I just wanted to hop on here and give an episode that was directly about, hey, should I see my child or should I not? Because I hear so many discussions about it and I see so many people talking about their regret for not seeing their baby or not letting their children see their sibling. And so I just think it is really, really important to say, yes, please see your child. It could be hard, um, but that is such a special time. And if your hospital is blessed with a cuddle clot, a cuddle cot that gives you even more time with your child and it's just an immense gift because the greatest gift you can have is the gift of time and it's just something you can't get a lot more of but it is an amazing thing and so hospitals that have equipment in place to give parents that it's so amazing and it is why more and more hospitals are trying to get cuddle cots it's because again the research says not only seeing your child is helpful but being able to make those memories and spending time together really um, pays out in the long run in your the grief and in mental health um, lowering mental health disorders, lowering grief disorders, and just allowing parents to better process and go through this grief journey in a more healthy way. Seeing their child and having time with their child is one of the key factors in that. And so, yes, definitely, if there's any question at all, see your baby, make memories with your baby, and hopefully you have the ability to make use of a cuddle cot. I personally didn't, so our time was very, very limited. We had about four and a half hours with our son and you know that was it so I wish the world that I you know had a cuddle cot that the hospital did at that time and that we got to spend more time with them and I'm actually such a believer in this and think it is so important that about five months after my son was born we officially launched our foundation it's a nonprofit, the Maverick John Foundation and we seek to raise money to provide cuddle cots to hospitals so that parents have this gift of time and can you know see their child and spend more time with their child and it allows family that's out of town to arrive and you know siblings it allows them more time to get there um, so that other family members can also have the privilege and joy of meeting your baby because just like it's helpful for mom and dad it can also be helpful for grandparents and aunts and uncles um, if you're okay you know sharing your baby with them then it can help them in their own grief too because obviously they've lost a grandchild you know they've lost a sibling they've lost a niece or a nephew so it can be very helpful for the whole family and I just am such a believer in this and my husband is too that you know we wanted to start a foundation to help um, make this a reality for more and more families so definitely something I would say please consider at the very minimum and definitely try to meet your child and spend time with your child and take lots and lots of pictures so that you can continue to look back upon these photos and as you remember your baby and as time continues to go forward that um, you can share with others when you feel right because your feelings and emotions can change drastically from the beginning of this journey as you begin to go through it and as the days and months and years pass on and you don't want to make a decision that you're going to regret. I've yet to meet or hear of anyone who chose to see their child that regretted it. I've only heard of people who chose not to see their child that regretted it and so I think that is really important to consider and to just look at but 
Um, I know it's a hard topic. It's a topic that we shouldn't even be discussing or having to consider. And so it breaks my heart that we're even here thinking about it, talking about this, but it is just so very important. And so I had just seen a lot of conversations about this in the last couple of weeks and thought, you know what, let's talk about this on the podcast and, you know, feel free to share your thoughts, um, and to, you know, use this to discuss with your family members as you mull over that decision as to whether or not you should or shouldn't see, um, your baby. But I can say that the time I spent with my son is the most precious time of my entire life. Yes, it was horrible. It was awful that he wasn't, you know, crying and I didn't get all those magical firsts with him and it didn't look the way it should look. But if I could live any day in my life over, I would live October 5th, 2019 over again and again and again, because it is the one day of my life that I got to physically hold my son in my arms, smell his amazing baby scent, kiss him, snuggle him, feel the warmth of his body, have his head cradled in my neck, have him lay on my chest, hold his hands, rub his feet, do all those amazing things. So yes, there was things about it that was hard, absolutely, but he was beautiful and amazing and I am just so thankful for that and when I close my eyes and think about it you know I can still feel his chest in the crook of my neck as he laid um, or sorry his head on my chest in the crook of my neck as he laid there and it is just the most precious amazing thing ever and you know I would do anything to go back and to just relive those few hours I wish I could revisit it um but hands down, the most special, amazing time of my life because it was the only time I had with my son in the flesh after he was born. And so I cannot encourage you enough to take that opportunity. You have one chance to do it and to see them. And if you, you know, doubt what I'm saying, you can, you can look online and you can see that the data and the research and the studies so support this. It will help you in the long term, even if it's hard in the here and the now. And that's just really important when making these decisions is how is this going to snowball? What are the long-term effects and what is the consequences of the decisions I'm making today? Um, and obviously it's a lot to process. It's a lot to go through and it's so unfair that you're here, but it's just something that I am really passionate about. And I just want to encourage you to take that time with your baby and to really make memories. And if you are at all feel okay with it to share your child with friends and family, you know, if the hospital allows that. Um, because it's just helpful for everybody to see that, yes, this baby is a real person. They really are a baby. They've been born. Um, they have a life. And for them to also get to, you know, gaze upon them and see their features and make those memories and kind of bond in a way, then they can take that with them in their own grief as family members. Um, of course, if family members don't want to see, you know, that's their prerogative and, you know, or the decision that we obviously have to respect and that they have to live with. And it is what it is. Um, but for those that are willing and wanting, it can be a wonderful thing. And we just know that seeing people after they've passed on is good for our brain too, um, regardless of, you know, how long we had with them before death. And even if you did, you know, get to spend time with your child alive and, you know, they still died a few hours, a few days after birth, or even a few months, you know, that's still a really short period of time. And so making that memories with them and spending that last little bit of time with their body is so important and can just be so, so helpful moving forward. So I hope that this gives you some encouragement, gives you some confidence when making this decision. Um, and if you're on the fence, I just hope that this kind of encourages you to go ahead and take that chance. I really don't think you're going to be disappointed. And I think, 
especially as time goes on, you're going to be so thankful that you had that time with your precious child um, and that you'll have pictures to look back upon um, for when, you know, you feel like you want to look. You're, you don't have to look at them, but at least then they're there. And what an amazing thing to have something there, even if you choose not to use it, than to want something desperately and, and not to have had it. And the kind of the same goes with, you know, seeing your baby and making memories with them and their body. So our children are all precious, they're beautiful, and um, again, I'm just so sorry that you're in this spot, that you're having to think about these things, but I hope that this is an encouragement to you, and um, I wish you the best. You're in my heart, you're in my prayers, you're on my mind. You guys are the most amazing mamas out there. You have the hardest job ever, and that is to give our children back to, to God, and that's the hardest calling in the world for a parent. And so just know that you are superstars, you're rock stars, even when you don't feel like it. Know that you are stronger than you think, that you are an amazing mama to your amazing babies, and that, you know, we're here for you. We love to hear from you. Um, October is Infant and Pregnancy Loss Awareness Month, so we're just here to, you know, continue to bring awareness all year round, not just in October, but um, it's just a fun little thing. Um, and way to hopefully bring greater awareness to our community. So if you ever want to share your story, please email the podcast at maverickjohnconnors at outlook.com. And we look forward to hearing from you and seeing with you. And we just are so thankful that you chose to spend your Friday with us. And we will see you next week, 3 a.m. Eastern, 12 a.m. Pacific time. If you like the podcast, go ahead and rate it. Give us a review. Um, It just helps us out a little bit. And we just thank you so much for being here. Have a blessed week and know that you are in our hearts and in our prayers.